This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Joining us on the premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline is none other than Jim Trotter, NFL.com. Jim, thank you for your time. How are you today? I'm good. How you guys doing? We are well. Judging from uh, your Twitter... Uh, you obviously were watching the Chargers Jags game, and uh, you had some you had some you had some, uh, some 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 comments at least on on Twitter about what transpired, how what the direction of this organization was going to go, and turned out to be right. Uh, they announced that they're they're going to keep Staley uh, on board. They still believe in him. Um, this seems like a move. At least on its surface, this is a team, a, a, a head coach that has gotten his team better every year he's been there so far. But he has received a lot of flack this, uh, over the last few seasons. Yeah, yes, and and when you blow a twenty-seven nothing lead, um, I think it's appropriate that you receive some flack. So, um, look, guys, it, it's people always ask me, you know what's going to happen. And when I tell them, they always think that I'm saying that that's what I would do. It's not necessarily the script that I would follow, but this is the script that ownership and the club have decided that they want to follow. And they believe that Brandon Staley is going to grow into this job. Remember, he got the the job five years out of um, coaching at the D3 level. So um, he's a young guy, relatively speaking. and, And have there been some mistakes? Yes. But they believe that the team has improved under him. They believe that, you know, two years, no losing seasons, one playoff appearance. Um, the players clearly um, play for him in their mind, and they believe that, that, you know, he coached them through a difficult year in terms of injuries and whatnot. So it doesn't excite a lot of people, but, you know, that's their, their feeling about it, and, and we are where we are. Jim, you sat through more chargering Charger losses than anybody probably covering this team down here in San Diego, and uh, everybody. I think, in San... I think Nick Can- Nick Canapa probably. <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah, so. poor Nick's probably had to sit through a few more. But as a beat writer, it was up to you to break it all down after every one of those playoff disasters. Uh, and it just seems that people in San Diego were all nodding their heads Saturday night, and uh, yeah, yeah, we've seen this act so many times before. Is there really anything to this that the Chargers organization just, for whatever reason, whether it's from the top or just something inside this building that keeps it from winning, or is it just dumb luck? It's a great question, Chris, and I wish I had an answer. Um, There there just have been some stupefying losses um, by this franchise, at least since, as you say, I started covering it, which was back in, what, 96? 
96, I believe, 95, 96. Yeah. Um, things that I just can't, you, you can't explain. It, it just makes no sense. You know, look, they, yes, they blew a 27-0 lead, and, and um, you know, the next day I see Rex Ryan talking about, you know, you've got to be fired. There's no experienced coach would do this. And the reality is that that's a crock. Um, Andy Reid's team was up um, 38-10 to and lost a playoff game, um, his first playoff in Kansas City. Bill Belichick has blown big leads. Um, you can go down the list of, of head coaches who have experienced head coaches, Hall of Fame coaches who have who have blown big leads before. So it's not unique to Brandon Staley, but that one hurt, you know, from the standpoint that you felt like, or at least I did to some degree, that watching this team overcome some of the things that it, it overcame this year, that it was in, you know, a good position there. When you force five turnovers, yeah. you're plus five in the in the, the um, turnover differential. And again, you're up 27 nothing. I don't think it's unreasonable to think that you, that team is going to win. So um, when they didn't, there's a reason for everyone to be upset and, and um, to not get it. And, and, you know, you can say that every playoff loss hurts, but I think it hurts a little more when you feel like you've got a game in hand yeah. and then you don't win it. So... Look, you know, Brandon Staley, I, I, personally speaking, I need to get to know him a little better. Um, I haven't spent a lot of time with him um, because I really want to try and figure out more as I go forward this year kind of who this guy is and what he's about because um, he had the one year as a defensive coordinator with the Rams with all that talent. They finished number one in points and yards, and so people started calling him the defensive guru and all of that one year does not make a career or a resume. So there's a lot here that that I want to learn from him. I want to see if he's going to grow into it. And um, I'm not writing the guy off um, because, you know, as you know, Chris, as a journalist, you try and hopefully take the emotion out of the equation. But, yeah, that was a hard one. Um, And I think that from a franchise that has had so many crazy losses to me that one in terms of, of just being painful was right up at the top of the list yeah that goes for for people who may not consider themselves Charger fans it was still hard to watch yeah that lead disappear Jim Trotter joins us here on the premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline and Jim uh Justin Herbert by you know most people's accounts this is a, a quarterback that's going to be at the very top of the list uh at least the way he looks right now they move on from the offensive coordinator. Is, is is there a specific direction they're looking to go in in terms of Justin Herbert and this offense? Because they clearly have a, a ton of weapons on, on that side of the ball. Yeah, they do. And, and look, I call this sort of the scapegoat season yeah. around this time where um, guys get thrown under the bus and it wasn't necessarily all their fault. And for any faults that Joe Lombardi may have had, the reality is the head coach could have said in that game, Joe, run the ball more. Mm. Yeah. in the second half. And so um, what I found interesting interesting in, in Brandon's press conference yesterday is the vision that he talked about for offense. And um, I'm thinking in my mind, why were these things that couldn't have taken place during the season? You know, as a head coach, you do have um, influence in terms of what you want your offense to look like and, and um, you know, schematically what you want to do and run past balance, what you want to do, all those sorts of things. So um, I'm fascinated to see where he goes with this from here because um, I hear all these people talking about, you know, go out and get someone who's more creative or who's going to do this for 
were just in the terms of putting him in better positions and this, that, and the other. And, and um, as you said, there's a ton of talent on that side of the ball. Yeah. And if they all stay healthy, you would expect that they would be able to do some positive things. I, I don't know what direction he's going to go. I just know what he said his vision is. And that's why I'm curious to see what he does. Because when he says something like experience doesn't matter um, in that position, mm. I'm thinking to myself already that's got, you know, um, some red flags for me. So, so we'll wait and see what he does. Jim Trotter is with us from NFL.com. Jim, uh, playoffs coming up this weekend. Uh, Dallas-San Francisco seems to stand out. Uh, it's been a marquee playoff matchup for many years. Cincinnati-Buffalo revisits the DeMar Hamlin game a little bit, uh, whether we want to think it does or not. Everyone's going to be thinking about him. Uh, are these the two games to watch this weekend, or are you going to be looking elsewhere? You know what? Um, I'll be at the the San Francisco-Dallas game, so obviously I've got a lot of interest in that one. Um, and I understand, you know, the interest in, in the Buffalo-Cincinnati uh, game and the reasons behind it. But I'm, I'm also curious about this Philadelphia-New York um, game from the standpoint that, look, Philly has been the team all year in terms of being out in front of the pack record-wise and all of that and um, just how good it is. But I look at how the Giants are playing right now and the fact that you're playing a division opponent and you're playing that opponent for the third time this year. Um, you know each other well, and typically when division opponents play each other in the playoffs, the games are usually fairly close. The fact that Philadelphia um, has been banged up of late down the stretch, particularly people talk about Jalen Hurts, and I, and I understand why that's the focal point. For me, I'm, I'm most concerned about Lane Johnson. Um, I think that offensive line is not the same when he's not in there and he impacts a lot of what Philadelphia does offensively in terms of its protections and whatnot. So I would not be shocked if the Giants won this game. Um, I still think you have to stay with Philadelphia at this point because of the way that it is played all year, the fact that the game is in Philadelphia, the fact that Jalen Hurts, um, you have to believe, will be healthy in this game. But it would not shock me at all if, if, if the Giants won this won this game based on how they played, you know, last weekend. Jim, you mentioned scapegoat season, and one of the offensive coordinators uh, that was fired today was Byron Leftwich. This is a guy who two years ago, three years ago, was up for a, a head coaching job in, in Jacksonville and, and really almost seemed like, at least reportedly, had basically been handpicked by Tom Brady uh, as Bruce Arians left out. Uh, where where is he at now? He can't have been he can't have forgotten how to be an offensive coordinator to call an offense in one year. It seems like Tom Brady might have been the the piece that that let him down most this year. Yeah, Tony, it, it wasn't even two three years ago. It was just last season. Oh, Remember, it was, yeah. um, it was it was the Jacksonville job was basically his, and he pulled out of it um because he couldn't get some things he wanted insurance assurances he wanted in terms of who he was going to work with in the front office. So I agree with you. When I say scapegoat season, he's the prime example yeah. because people tend to forget, you know, they look at, at when Tom Brady was there and, and how how well that offense functioned Tom's first two years. But the year before that, Jameis Winston was the quarterback. Jameis threw for over 5,000 yards and 33 touchdowns. Now, he also threw 30 interceptions, but I wouldn't put that on the offensive coordinator. So, clearly, Byron Leftwich knows offenses and knows how to call plays. Um, 
we tend to give Tom a break. Tom played poorly this year. Yeah. Um, let's not sugarcoat it. At 45 years old, you could see a guy, if you compare his tape this year to his earlier years, you could see a guy who didn't want to get hit and who was seeing the rush before the rush even got there at times. So the reality is if you're going to play quarterback in the NFL, you've got to give something to get something. Usually what you give is your body. It means you're going to stand in that pocket and take a hit to deliver a pass for a big play. Tom was not doing that this year, and I'm not blaming him for that. If I had that offensive line in front of me, I might have been looking at the rush as well. (laughs) But the reality is he did not play well. Mike Evans did not play well. Leonard Fournette did not play well. And he had three new starters along that offensive line going into the year. So for Byron Leftwich to have to take the fall to me is unfortunate because people start looking at him. And it was not all just him. And I'm not saying that he was perfect in every way. But what it also reflects, too, is not just him, but head coaches who will you know, to save their own jobs, will get rid of members of their staff. And whether we're talking Tampa Bay, whether we're talking the Chargers or other places, it happens every year around this time. And that's why I say it's scapegoat season, because men who shouldn't be taking the full blame for things often end up being the ones thrown under the bus. Jim, your insight is always perfect. We appreciate you coming on. It should be a a fun weekend here with uh, more playoff football coming. We'll we'll catch up with you later. Thanks so much, Jim. All right, fellas. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Jim Trotter of NFL.com. On the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline, save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet. Find new roads. Man, uh, Jim's Jim's really good. Real real good. Yes, he is. He Let's was, get. He was. I'm, I'm telling you what. When I first met him, and he was covering Gulls minor league hockey, he was good. Yeah, like he was good then. He could get any player to open up about almost any subject. He has a great way of dealing with people, getting them to feel comfortable, and you know, being able to get to the heart of a story. He does it so well. Indeed. To break we go. Hour number two on the way. More going to Chris. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 